0: Hello everyone, and welcome to our midweek episode of the Huddle. Neil and I, as we always do every Wednesday, we're going to recap all the previous weekend's games, and this is already Week Five. Gone through five weeks already. Can you believe, believe that, Neil?
1: It's flying, bro. It's flying.
0: It really is. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna go over all of those Week Five games and finish off with some fantasy football talk. But let's just jump right into the results from Week Five. We got our Thursday night matchup, which was the LA Rams versus the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Neil, uh tell us about this game and uh, uh tell us the outcome.
1: Yeah, so uh pretty uh on paper pretty exciting looking, exciting looking game featuring uh, the Rams who have been playing well uh, and the Seahawks who were trying to avoid another loss uh to uh, not try not to go under 500, but they did they did lose, indeed, uh, twenty-six to seventeen. The Rams won uh, to go to four and one for the Rams. So nice day for the Rams. Um, kind of, it was, wasn't as close or maybe as entertaining as some people would have expected, maybe. Um, but uh, it, it was, it was a nice game, uh, especially for the Rams. Uh, you know, Matthew Stafford played pretty decent. Uh, Henderson, he came back from uh, injury. He played well. Uh, Robert Woods uh, had over 150 yards. So, so impressive day for them, for sure. Um, you know, it, it wasn't pretty at first. I think they only had three points in the first half, um, and then they ended up scoring um, 23 after that. So a nice second half for them. Uh, for the Seahawks, they, they did have the lead at halftime, uh, but weren't really able to do much in the second half, partially because Russell Wilson did get Injured, if you didn't know, and it looks like he's going to be out for a couple weeks. I think they said maybe, hopefully, four weeks for him. But um, yeah, tough. Geno Smith came in. He he did throw a touchdown to DK Metcalf. Um, but overall, uh, tough day for Seattle. They're under 500 and uh, in a tough division. These are these are really really important games to win for for sure. So definitely, yeah. Rams played a good game,
0: beat the Seahawks, and this was actually Seattle's first loss on a Thursday night since week seven of 2012. Uh, they had won nine straights before this loss to the Rams. So they, they usually play well Thursday nights. The biggest news, though, coming out of this, Russell Wilson, he got hurt. And he's probably going to miss at least, what, four weeks? Probably mm-hmm. maybe more. So that that's that's tough for me. I got, what, Geno Smith backing him up. Uh, Seahawks are probably going to struggle. That division is going to be tough to come back in with uh, losing a guy like Russell Wilson. So. Good win for the Rams. Good win uh, on the road in a divisional matchup. Uh, that's so that's cool. our Thursday night game. We'll move on to Sunday. This was our uh, nine thirty a.m. game in London between the New York Jets and the Atlanta Falcons. And Neil, you picked the the New York Jets to win back to back games, and they lost twenty seven to twenty. Uh, are you going to trust your Jets again, or I mean, you had trust in them? You, you had faith.
1: Uh, I don't. I don't know exactly. I Can't remember exactly who they're playing next week. But no, no. I. What was I ever thinking? What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. So I, this game, it wasn't exactly the most exciting London game with two teams kind of struggling this year. Uh, Kyle Pitts did have his breakout game. That was no surprise. He didn't have Russell Gage. He didn't have Calvin Ridley. So there were plenty of targets to go around for Pitts. He ended up with 119 yards, which is the most in a game by a rookie in London. So kind of a really random, (laughs) random stat, but Pitts had a great game. I think he caught his first NFL touchdown in London. So that's, that's exciting. Jets couldn't win back-to-back games. Not super surprised, but two uh, not great teams here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not, not, not great teams at all. Um, You know, for the Jets, um, you know, kind of, maybe some momentum I was thinking coming into this game. Uh, and then even the Falcons, uh, like Travis said, had a uh, Ridley and Russell gauge out, you know, you're thinking, okay, well, maybe the Jets really do have a, have a shot, but uh, no, they, they really couldn't get anything going. I mean, Zach Wilson didn't even throw a touchdown, couldn't crack 200 yards throwing. Uh, Michael Carter did get a touchdown, but only on 10 attempts. Uh, Corey Davis struggled, um, you know, James C. Crowder struggled. So it was really all just, it was, it was a tough day for the Jets offensively and, and defensively, too, I mean, like I said, yeah, Kyle Pitts, uh, you know, this is what you kind of wanted to see from this, you know, highly anticipated, you know, draft pick, you know, coming out of Florida. And, uh, you know, this is, what, this is what you want for the Falcons, to see improvement, things like this from Kyle Pitts. So it was great to see him get going. Patterson continues to still be a threat um, in the passing, kind of just as a overall, just a, uh, any position kind of guy you can run. And uh, catch the ball. And Matt Ryan played well, 342 yards, two touchdowns. So, yeah, good one for the Falcons. Um, but, uh, yeah, tough for the Jets. I don't know why I ever, ever trusted it, it went <laughs> back-to-back games. But uh, that won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah,
0: I'm sure it won't. Uh, this next game was the Detroit Lions versus the Minnesota Vikings. And, Neil, let me tell you, I did not think it was going to be that close. The Vikings beat the Lions 19-17. to and it was on a last-second 54-yard field goal by Greg Joseph. I mean, the Vikings, we nearly lost this one. Third and nine. We're up 16-9. to nine. There's like a, a little over a minute left in the game. We're on our own probably 20th yard line, something like that. Third and nine. And we just had to run the ball. We're like, yeah, we don't need the first down. We'll kick it off to them. They're not going to score, right? Well, then Madison fumbles. They're like, I'm going to fight for the extra yard. And I don't, I don't know. He fumbles. DeAndre Swift runs in a touchdown, but thankfully, Kirk Cousins, with just over 30 seconds remaining, was able to march down the field very, very quickly, and Greg Joseph didn't miss a game-winning kick this time, so <laughs> that's always nice to see. But the Lions, they lose another heartbreaker. They now fall to 0-5 on the season, so good one for the Vikings, but just some tough games for the Lions this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, tough games for the Lions. It seems like they, they tend to play teams actually kind of closer than we think. Um, but the the Vikings just squeaked this out. Um, they said finally made a kick. Uh, I was telling Travis earlier we were talking about this game, and uh, I was at the Bucks uh, game against the Dolphins, and when Kim and I were walking back, this guy shouted out, "He hit it! He hit the game when he kicked the Vikings guy. He hit it! No way! They finally made a kick. You could you could tell <laughs> in his voice how happy and how just like relieved he was, you know? Because it's like uh, I feel like that is just such a such a tough spot for Vikings fans that I've learned with Travis is like you just never know, but uh, they did pull it <laughs> out and good for them because they You to start getting some wins together if they want to stay in on this playoff race, but um, Yeah, Justin Jefferson he ties Randy Moss for his ninth game With a hundred hundred plus yards uh, in Minnesota history. So if he gets another Hundred-yard game he will pass Randy Moss for most all-time in Minnesota sports uh, for uh, over a hundred yards and uh, receiving so uh, you know he's turning into a, a pretty good superstar over there in minnesota so yeah good one for them probably shouldn't have been as close but uh, they should get <laughs> davin cook back this week which will be a nice addition to that offense so
0: yeah so you're saying randy moss only had nine games over 100 yards with the vikings that is correct That's, that that surprised me if you would have told me he had under 10 games with 100 yards i'd have been like no way
1: yeah um, i mean yeah i know that's yeah, all of his prime games were with Tom Brady, you know a good quarterback <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <I was laughs> Randy ma he's a good receiver he's a he good a great receiver, receiver. But,
0: uh, this, this next game I think Neil you picked this one right I, I should have gone Saints against the Washington football team. I I, I kind of thought it might turn out this way I was just I, I have a little more faith in the Washington football team than I should. I think I'm probably I'm losing that very quickly but the New Orleans Saints did win 33 uh, to 22 so give us your thoughts on that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's hard with both of these teams. They're honestly like both, like you never know, right? Uh, so the like Saints, you never know how they're going to come out and play. Jameis and, and then Washington, you thought they were going to be good this year. And, you know, sometimes they do look good and sometimes, they, you know, they look really bad. So, you know, who knew? But uh, the Saints did pull it out. Uh, Jameis Winston, two-four touchdowns, kind of like almost in week one where he threw five. So it's like, okay, yeah, here's Jameis Winston again. You know, he's going to throw two picks next week, right? So um but he he played well Kamara finally got in the end zone again good to see that and Marcus Callaway two touchdowns so yeah they offensively they great great offensively uh for them uh you know on Sunday and then for Washington um you know Taylor Heineke uh just over 200 yards not a touchdown so he didn't play awfully great uh Gibson did get in the end zone twice um yeah but uh, yeah for Washington it's gonna be a tough year um like I said I think we Chass and I can both agree that Cowboys are, are going to run away with that division, I think. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, for Washington, you know, we'll have to see mean, they got some guys out, Logan Thomas. Um, so uh, it's, it's going to be tough. But, uh, yeah, a good win for the Saints. Uh, they're in a tough division with Tampa and Carolina right now. So, um, yeah. Yeah, football team is uh, not living
0: up to the expectations <laughs> that they came into the year. <laughs> I thought they might turn around against the Saints, but, you know, Saints came put played a good game. Jameis Winston, a couple big plays, played pretty well. It's just inconsistent. You never know what you're going to get. Like, like you are saying, uh, both these teams could be good, but I think there's too many question marks. Hard to know <laughs> what kind of – when are we going to get their best uh, any given Sunday? Are you going to get a good team, bad team? They're going to play well. Uh, just a little inconsistent to me. But a good win for the Saints on the road against Washington in this one another nice win on the road was the new england patriots against the houston texans where they ended up kind of squeaking this victory out 25 to 22 which was kind of surprised because texans had a uh quite a large lead over the patriots not large but a fairly six su- uh, substantial lead uh, so neil what were your thoughts on uh, that game because i know you're, you're you're like the Patriots
1: yeah I do I was I was really disappointed uh I know they won but I'm pretty disappointed with how they played and thought it thought you know they could have won this game easily I mean davis Mills has not looked good until he played the Patriots defense so um you know he threw three touchdowns and I, I think you know one of them you know there's two guys and they, the Houston guy just caught it i think it was uh Chris Connolly or is that Moore guy I don't remember which one and he, he ran all the way like 50 yards down the field and this terrible defense and then they did it again where they blew a coverage uh i think that one was to chris connelly and he scored so it, it was like you know what are we doing here especially when they just played tom brady you know and held tom brady to 19 points you know i thought you know they could at least hold the texans but um they did squeak it out a block punt uh in the third quarter was huge that kind of switched m- the momentum a little bit uh mac jones was able to lead them down the field uh, score a couple touchdowns um and, um, you know, I think that, uh, if it wasn't for, I mean, just a couple of plays too for the patient, Dam- Damien Harris fumbled it literally like the half inch yard line going into the end zone, like, uh, right before he crossed the, the plane, he, he fumbled it. So that was a big play. Um, but, uh, they, they did just like the Vikings get down the field, um, and get down and, uh, kick the game winning field goal. Nick Folk hit it in. So good win for them. Uh, it's, I think it's going to be a tough season for the Patriots, more I watch them, the more I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. And they got a tough matchup against the Cowboys uh, next week. So, um, but yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad they won. I'll take the win. But yeah, not, not the prettiest wins.
0: No, not pretty at all. But rookie QBs are actually 1 11 against New England since 2014. So it's a bad record, but Oof. Davis Mills, I mean, he played well enough to win. Like they could have won that game. They probably should have won that game. Uh, Fairbairn, the kicker for the Texans, missed two extra points and a field goal. Um, just one of many yeah. kickers who struggled on the day. I can't, it was like a, a record tied or something for missed, uh, I think extra points with 12, I believe, Sunday. Wow. It's just unreal, very unreal. It's a record season for kickers missing extra points, very crazy why they'd be missing. But yeah, Texans <laughs> lost, but it was a good to see rookie Davis Mills. You're you're excited if you're a Texans fan to see him play well. Mac Jones played an okay game, wasn't great, wasn't awful, but
1: did yeah. good enough to get the win. They did. Hey, Travis, real quick. I had a stat that I overlooked uh, on the Saints and Washington game real quick. If yeah. going you don't want to go back. Let's jump back. Um, Jameis, so if, if – back to the Saints game real quick. There was a play, I think, right before halftime. Jameis Winston threw up a Hail Mary. I don't know what that is. It's, they're like, you know, on pretty much on the other side of the field, and he's throwing a long pass that's pretty improbable to make. But uh, they do it, you know, just in case – for situations like this where Winston did complete it to Marcus Callaway for a Hail Mary touchdown, which was pretty cool to see, um, there's a stat that said that Winston to Callaway's touchdown throw uh, had a completion probability of 9%. So, um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. It was, it was just like there was a 9% chance he was going to catch that ball. So, um, yeah, pretty cool to see plays like that. And, um, yeah, I, I, just, I just wanted to point that out real quick. No, that's
0: cool, and like it's just crazy because that's that's Jameis Winston. It's like some, some days he just it, everything goes his way, right? It looks like he's a great quarterback, <laughs> it's like wow, it throws for three hundred yards and four touchdowns. Well, you know, what I mean, it's and you right. go, that nine that nine percent goes his way. But I mean, next week, I, I'm forgetting who they're playing, but they probably gonna have a bad game again. So
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: actually, they're they're on bye next week, so he can't have a bad oh. no. <laughs> he can't have a bad game. But two weeks from now. Uh, that's why I couldn't remember who they were playing because they, uh, they don't play, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's wow. 9%, not a very high probability, but what was a high probability was the Buccaneers <laughs> beating the Dolphins <laughs> in nice. Tampa Bay on Sunday. See that transition there real smooth. I uh, did. Nice. <laughs> uh, and then you were at this game. Uh, so t- tell us about how awesome of an experience this was.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, I thought when the- Travis and I went to the Falcons game, you know, Seeing Tom Brady throw five touchdowns, I think three hundred yards. You know, I was, I was impressed then. Well, did I little did I realize that uh, Tom Brady was going to up that by throwing five touchdowns and four hundred yards? It was actually the first time in his career he's done that, which is kind of kind of crazy. Um, it is. So I, I think what 20, 22, 23 years in the league. You know, that's his first time doing that. But hey, we saw history. Uh, speaking of history, Antonio Brown, who. Uh, had 124 yards receiving, two touchdowns. Crazy day for him. Uh, and I was going to get against him in fantasy, which we will get to. But uh, <laughs> he had a day. He actually also uh, was the fastest receiver to 900 yards re- uh, receptions. Uh, so that was cool for him. Gave a nice, good old standing ovation, uh, ovation for him. But uh, it was great. It was hot. It was very hot uh day, but uh, you know, I love love football. It was great. Um, yeah, it was perfect, you know. as you guys know, I'm not a big Dolphins fan. So anytime <laughs> I, the Dolphins lose and I get to personally witness it, I am not uh I'm a pretty happy person. So um uh, but there's a lot of Dolphins fans there. There's actually I was gonna say there's a there's a Dolphins fan right behind me in the game. And man, was he was he ever so passionate about his team? Uh I mean, uh, he was yelling the entire game, uh, pretty much down. Even when they were down, forty-five to seventeen, he was yelling at them. So he's very passionate. But uh, uh, it, 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 was, it was it was fun though. We, him and I had a little bit of banter back and forth every now and then. But it was fun. I enjoyed it. So, uh, <laughs> congrats, to my bucks and Tommy.
0: Yeah, it, I mean the game went as expected.
1: Right, right.
0: It's not a surprise. What Antonio Brown fastest in nine hundred receptions? That's pretty cool. That's a cool yeah. milestone to be a part of. First for Brady. I mean, if you can be a part of a game where Brady does something for the first time in his career, how special is that? That's pretty neat.
1: Absolutely. That's
0: pretty neat. But Dolphins, they continue to struggle. Hopefully they get to a back soon. And their team can turn things around. But right now the Dolphins look like they are not going in the right direction, which <laughs> yay for Neil. <laughs> bummer for me. <laughs> but, uh, another bummer was the Packers beating the Bengals 25 to 22. And if you're not, if you didn't watch the games or kind of look at outcomes, just go back and like watch uh, the last like three minutes of the fourth quarter and overtime, because there were so many missed field goals in this game. <laughs> both teams had opportunities to win this. And both of the teams were like, you know what? That's all right. You take the ball again. <laughs> they kept just trading missed field goals. And finally, Crosby uh, made one to yeah, put him up 25 to 22 but stop man come on Bengals what are you doing you gotta you gotta <laughs> meet the Packers man uh, McPherson the kicker for the Bengals I believe it's McPherson he thought yeah. he made the game-winning uh, at one point he jumped up on his teammates he's like yeah we won!" like he's all celebrating <laughs> like realize they missed it's like oh dude you missed
1: you, you, yeah, you, know. you
0: didn't make it but yeah <laughs> tough loss for the Bengals
1: yeah that that is tough loss you know that's a game Bengals win that game that's a big you know that's a game that on the schedule you you think is probably gonna be tough maybe when you don't win and then you win it so you'd love to have games like that especially when you have an opportunity uh I saw the the mic'd up I think they posted it today actually and uh Evan walked up to Mason he goes did you see me I jumped on his arm I jumped (laughs) in his arms and uh you know and it was like oh it's just tough I, I think when I watched the kick you see the ball; it's going right down the middle, and then at the last second, that wind just takes it to the left. And uh, even for Masons, you know, the wind was kind of crazy. But yeah, tough, tough kicks. And you no, know, congrats, the Packers four and one. You know, pulling away with that division a little bit. Um, so, so good for them. Uh, tough for the Bengals. I mean, they played them hard. Uh, Bengals still look good though. I, I'm still yep. impressed. Burrow looks good. Jamar Chase. I mean, that connection is just killing it this year. Um, and they're playing Houston next week, so they very well uh, could continue that. But uh, yeah, good one for the Packers. Sorry, Travis. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's not,
0: but I'll say it's all right. It's not. <laughs> uh, this next game was not a surprise, even though Bridgewater with the Broncos they lost to the Steelers twenty-seven to nineteen. And I think we said last week we both went Steelers, but we thought, well, if Bridgewater comes back, we might pick the Broncos. Uh, he didn't, weren't able to beat the Steelers here. They, I don't know. It's just Broncos are that weird team. It was three and one, didn't have a ton yeah. of faith in them. Steelers at one and three. We thought, well, oh, they have a better team and their record shows and kind of went like, like I expect in a sense. And Najee Harris had another great game. He's the fourth Pittsburgh rookie with 120 plus rush yards and a touchdown in a game uh, for the yeah, fourth Pittsburgh rookie to do that since 1970. So big, big wow. game for them. Good win for the Steelers. Uh, Broncos fall to three and two Steelers move to two and three. Uh, these are two mediocre teams who are probably not going to be making the playoffs this year, but they'll win a, a good amount of games maybe this year. So very evenly matched team uh, teams. In my opinion, I think if they play game again, again, Broncos could pull it out. So, but good one for the Steelers.
1: Yeah, yeah, good one for the Steelers. Like you said, it's, like you said, two mediocre teams playing each other. I mean, Teddy didn't play bad necessarily. I mean, almost 300 yards, two touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Sutton had a nice game, and like I said, Najee Harris continues to impress for the Steelers. But, um, yeah, I think it could have gone either way. Um, I mean, just, I think the Steelers just happened to make a couple more plays than than the Broncos did. But, um, yeah, congrats to the Steelers. Like you said, I don't think – Either team, like you said, is going to go anywhere. Um, Broncos are in a tough division with the Chargers who are playing really well and, and the Chiefs who should uh, bounce back and Steelers, you know, Bengals, Browns, uh, Ravens. So tough divisions for them. They're not going to be doing anything this year. But, uh, you know, a win's a win. So Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. A win is a win, but Steelers fans, you can celebrate. But I don't think you're going too far this year with how many uh, good teams you got there in the, in the AFC. Uh, Neil, tell us about this next game where the Eagles were able to beat the Panthers twenty-one to eighteen.
1: Yeah, so um, it was uh, yeah a good game. I mean, uh, Eagles. I we both had Panthers here. We yeah weren't, weren't real sure about the Eagles. I mean, we weren't. I mean, I don't think the Panthers were necessarily a great three and one team, but I thought I think we thought what they could have beat the Eagles, which they could have. Uh, they were winning. For a majority of that game, um, uh, up until the end there, but uh, yeah, great, great game for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts uh, continues to impress. He didn't throw a touchdown, but um, he's doing, you know, he's playing well. He's not, he's, he's being smart with the ball and, uh, you know, using his feet and stuff, running around. And, and Miles, Miles Sanders, yeah, what the, we'll talk about him later, but you know, he's been <laughs> struggling a little bit. But uh, you know, for Donald Hubbard, got over 100 yards, so you know, he was, he had a better day than he did last week against the Cowboys. Uh, Sam Darnold did have a touchdown, but you know nothing really impressive from either team statistically. But uh, Eagles did pull it out here, so.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised the Panthers they they lost because they were pretty much in control, and Hertz did uh, rush a couple touchdowns in, but yeah, his passing game was he didn't he didn't have a good game through the air. Really right. struggled. Uh, Darnold with three interceptions. It's hmm. like the first three games you're thinking oh, it's Darnold here. Oh, he gets out of the jet system. He's good, right? And mm-hmm. I think I said either last week or the week before, it's like I just need to see a little bit more. I'm kind of – I said I'm waiting for Darnold to kind of fall flat. You know, it's Darnold. <laughs> I, I right. don't have enough confidence. And kind of the last <laughs> – he, he fell a little flat, and I feel like you might get that out of him a little bit. And the Eagles defense, with those three interceptions, the it's for the first time since week two of 2019, they had three interceptions in a game. So good hmm. defensive game for the Eagles, good comeback there against the Panthers. A big win, big win for him, and yeah, tough for sure. loss for the Panthers there. His next game was the Tennessee Titans uh, kind of crushing the Jacksonville Jaguars 37 to 19. And let me Derrick Henry, Derek Henry, Derrick Henry. Like, what, what else can we <laughs> say about the Titans right now? Like, he's an absolute beast My and goodness. has been so good lately. He's averaging 128 rush yards per game. Uh, if he kept that average up for all 17 regular season games they play he would rush for 2176 yards on the season wow. the record for rushing yards in a season is held by eric dickerson with 2105 so he would actually break the record by 71 yards wow. if he kept this pace up that's how good he's been which i was we'll get into a, maybe a little bit later but we I was talking to a friend about well MVP and all the MVPs are quarterbacks. I think you talked to Neil a little bit about it, and it's like why is Derek Henry not being mentioned? But his usage is so high. He's he's yes first ranked in yards uh, per game and or total yards this season, first in touchdowns, but he's 17th in yards per carry because uh, he gets the ball. He's just touching the ball all the time. So I guess that's against him. His team's what only three and two, but man, he's having he's having a season. For The Jaguars, uh, they've now lost 20 straight games, which is the third longest streak in NFL history. So they got some work, <laughs> they got some work to do.
1: Yeah, they got a lot of work to do for the Jaguars. It's, it's a mess right now, lots of stuff happening. Um, it, it's just not good for them. They, they can't seem to find a win. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, just, uh, you know, he's just not playing well right now i mean i don't know if it's just he doesn't have a lot of pieces around him or what but it, it's a mess in jacksonville right now that uh, they're 0-5 for the first time since 2014 um so not that you know they have haven't been necessarily great but at least they've won a game uh uh since 2014 before they're going 0-5 but yeah tough start for them I, it's going to be tough. I don't know if they're going to be able to pull out a win. I don't know all their whole, entire schedule or who's left on their schedule. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, for the Titans, great win for them. Um, you know, 37 points. Can't ask more for that. Tanner Hill played great. Like Travis said, Derrick Henry is the offense. Uh, he actually had 29 attempts. So he didn't get 30 carries. So um, just just one under. But uh, 102 <laughs> yards, three touchdowns. My goodness. Uh, what a day. I think A.J. Brown was back for them. I don't think he was involved too much, uh, but good to see him back. But, yeah, good work for the Titans. They are, they're in a, Their division is so bad right now with Houston, <laughs> Jacksonville, and the Colts. Uh, and so the Titans are, are sitting pretty well in the division right now if, if all three of them continue to lose. so
0: Yeah, I agree. Titans should, uh, should run away with that division. Not much of a worry there. Yeah. Uh, this next game, though, was probably one of the most exciting games of the entire weekend. Uh, maybe not the most exciting because we'll get to our Monday night game in a minute. But this was also very exciting. It was the uh, Cleveland Browns losing to the Chargers, forty-seven to forty-two. Neil, what were your thoughts on that game?
1: Yeah, it was wow. It was really, really entertaining. Uh, it was yeah, it was crazy. I mean. Um, Baker Mayfield, Justin Herbert it was just like a shootout. It was like one after the other, one after the other, um, touchdown after touchdown, back and forth. It was it was insane. Um, you know, I I in my fantasy, which we'll get to, I needed Mike Williams to go off, and he did just <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, uh, you know what a what a game. Uh, I mean, Austin Eckler continues uh, to look great. Um, Mike Williams, like you know, like I just said, he's playing really well. Um, You know, Baker, you know, he's playing great. Um, So, uh, but huge win for the Chargers. They're going 4-1 and now, uh, leading that division, especially with, you know, the Chiefs who probably will come back. But huge win for them. For the Browns, you know, it's a tough loss. Um, I actually have this crazy stat here. Uh, The Browns scored 42 points, right? They had 532 total yards and zero turnovers. They are the first team in NFL history, including the playoffs, to lose when having either forty points and zero turnovers, or forty points, five hundred yards, and zero turnovers. <laughs> so let's just say the Browns played an almost perfect game and lost. So um, it was, it was a great game. I mean, I, I, I enjoy I, I like football like that where it's just like oh they score and the next drive the other team scores and it kind of just comes down to that last drive of the game. Uh, that's what it was. I mean, the the Chargers scored 26 points in the fourth quarter, so they had a they had a fourth quarter and a half. But um, yeah, congrats to Chargers, big win. And uh, man, Herbert, he looks good. The yeah, Chargers are fun to watch. Yeah, they are. This was
0: especially in the fourth quarter, exciting. The Browns put up 15 points in the fourth, but the Chargers put up 26 points in the fourth quarter. Just a massive <laughs> quarter for them. I mean, offensively, everyone looked good for both teams. Uh, Baker Mayfield was handed his third career loss when scoring 42-plus points, which is actually the most in NFL history.
1: <laughs>
0: wow. So uh, Baker Mayfield's like, come on, guys, let's not put up 42 points, otherwise we're going to lose, right? So I guess <laughs> he doesn't win those shootouts. So another tough loss for Baker, tough loss for the Browns offense. But Yeah, like Neil was saying, super fun game, good win for the Chargers there um, in that matchup. For this sure. next one was a bit of a surprise, with the Raiders losing to the Bears 20-9. to uh, Raiders didn't look good in this game. Derek Carr struggled to get going. They didn't have much going for them on the ground game either. Chicago offense did enough to win, even though Justin Fields only threw for 111 yards. But he did throw for his first career touchdown pass, so that's always fun to see a guy do that. We'll see if the Bears can keep winning with uh, their good defense. Justin Fields should continue to improve. And if are the Raiders a fluke? Was that 3-0 starts? real we we'll we'll see if they continue losing here or if they can pick it back up
1: yeah overall not really the most you know you go from a really entertaining entertaining <laughs> game to like this but um yeah it, it was tough i mean yeah we, we both had the raiders here we just it was tough you know it's, it was tough to pick a guy like fields you know you're unsure of of exactly his potential but he did pull this one out like I said not not a great game did get his touchdown and um Derek carr you know didn't didn't really play well. Uh, like Travis said, the offense was stagnant. Only putting up nine points uh, for the Raiders. So both teams at three and two. Um, not not really sure about either team's future really. Um, but uh, you know, if you're a Bears fan, maybe there's a little bit of promise uh, with Justin Fields getting his his win there. So um, yeah, we'll see. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know how long it's gonna last for either team. I, I do think the three and and0 start. I'll just say it for the Raiders. So a yeah. Flick. But yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. What's
0: not a fluke is the Cardinals. They move to 5-0 and after beating the 49ers 17-10, to which was a little bit lower scoring than I think people would have predicted. Neither offense really got much going. Trey Lance struggled passing the ball. He did carry the ball 16 times, though, for 89 yards. So we'll see what he can do. I think they have a bye this week. And then who knows if Jimmy Garoppolo will be back and become the starter again. But there's some moments. Trey, Land- oh, Trey Lance, oh nice, ooh, not a good play, right? So rookie struggles, as a lot of rookies do. So Cardinals move to 5-0, and which is their first and 5-0 start since 1974 when they were in St. Louis. So huge year, huge start for the Cardinals. And just a thing, the Vikings were a 37-yard field goal away from
1: beating that team.
0: We don't mention that anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's tough. That, that would have been, been a huge win, but uh, yeah, Cardinals five and now, like you said, you know, great for them. I thought maybe they would have put up more points uh, in this game, but uh, put up 17 enough to win. A win is a win, but uh, for the Niners tough. Uh, I mean, defense played them pretty well. Uh, all things considered, uh, I feel like, uh, you know, kind of kept, kept Kyler and, and everybody in check for, most of the game, but uh, yeah, the office just never really got anything going. Like I tried said, Trey Lance was, yeah, you know, you like play some plays, but overall, really nothing too crazy. Um, but uh, you know, it's tough for the Niners, you know, they're, they're beat up a little bit, like they've lost some running backs, uh, and most are, you know, the Kittle just got put on IR, so it's not trending super upward right now for the Niners. We'll see. Uh, I still think they got some pieces around them, but uh, like to said, we'll have to see if they're going to go with Jimmy or Trey. Um, but uh, for, yeah, for the Cardinals, you know, great, great starts to the season. We'll see um, how much they can keep it keep it up here. But uh, yeah, really impressive five and zero for the Cardinals. Um, so so yeah, especially in a tough division, you know, they they look like they might get it. I mean, the Rams are just a game back, um, but it might be two games back because of the head to head. But uh, yeah, good good win
0: absolutely yeah a good matchup there too with the 49ers and Cardinals but with Trey Lance first start didn't didn't think the 49ers would win that one but they close game lost by seven this next game that was not close the Cowboys absolutely demolished the Giants 44 to 20 uh, tell us about that game Neil.
1: yeah I kept mean, Cowboys offense is, is explosive we knew that we we kind of the Giants defense wasn't necessarily the greatest defense either so um, but uh, yeah, it, it was tough. I, I mean, uh, I think Dak Prescott actually started the game with uh, with an interception. But after uh, in the interception, he really bounced back. Two hundred two yards, three touchdowns. Elliott seems to be in a nice groove too, going over hundred yards for the third consecutive game and a touchdown. Uh, CD Lamb, Mari Cooper, everyone's contributing really on that offense, uh, which is great to see for Dallas uh, when they really had no offense last year. It just shows you how much how valuable deck is to this team uh for the giants um they were they were kind of hanging in there I, w- I guess you could say for a little bit there um but uh saquon goes down then daniel jones goes down with a concussion um it, it's tough those those are two solid pieces on your options especially saquon um and, and at that point you knew you, you definitely weren't going to win that game but uh if anything you take away from this is kadarius tony uh my goodness did he come out and play a game you know I thought it was an interesting pick uh, initially in the draft, uh, especially when you got Sterling Shepard and um, Kenny Galladay, uh, who they signed, and Darius Slayton. You know, I'm like a receiver out of everything you need. I don't think you need a receiver, but Antonio you know, looks good for them. So it was great to see that uh, he's got. A, he's, I think he got ejected I think he punched a guy. So no, oh, cool it down <laughs> a little bit there, Kadarius. But uh, yeah. Yeah, good game for the Cowboys, four and one. And yeah, they're, they're going to win that division. They look, they look good. So, and, and that defense, Trayvon Diggs, I think, got another interception, which is just insane. So, yeah, I don't have
0: much to add. You hit on most of that. Like you said, Daniel Jones, Saquon
1: Barkley, even Kenny Gall, they all go with
0: injuries. It's like, well, kind of our top options. But yeah, Tony had a nice game. Yeah. Diggs now has one plus interception in five straight games, which is the longest Dallas streak since 1970. So he is, uh, he's starting off the year really, really hot,
1: playing well, uh, doing well for that Cowboys defense. So, uh, yeah, no surprise there. Yeah, real quick, I was just going to add uh, a stat here. Kadarius Tony, we were mentioning how, how great of a game he played. He's, he's actually the uh, most by any receiver. Uh, he had 189 yards. That's the most by any rookie receiver for the Giants since 1950. So he he really had a good game uh, and uh, yeah so maybe they got um, something something there we'll see
0: yeah that's huge yeah he had a game 180 100, 189 yards is it's a lot of yards <laughs> yeah but then he gets ejected because he decided I'm gonna punch somebody so <laughs> 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 yeah gotta keep that in check uh, this next For game sure. I pick I picked the Chiefs to beat the Bills you picked the Bills I even when I was doing it I told myself I was like Travis like I probably shouldn't. Because I even said, I was like, the, the Chiefs' defense is so bad, right? I knew that coming in. The Bills have been playing yeah. well. I just thought, I was like, you know what, Chiefs at home, they're trying to get back on track. I was, oh, they'll they'll win. So I'm not surprised the Bills won. What I'm more surprised with was the, the difference in score. The Bills beating the Chiefs 38-20. to 20.
1: So give us your thoughts on that game, Nealon.
0: Well done. Way to pick the Bills.
1: Hey, I appreciate it. Just Bills playing well. and They're my Super Bowl team, so I got a lot of faith in them this year. Man, they you know they lost the uh, AFC Championship game against the Chiefs, but they, they definitely won this game and, and won it by 18 more points, which I said is quite shocking. And uh, you know, Josh Allen, my goodness, um, you know, 315 yards passing, three touchdowns. I know he he rushed one. He actually had, I think he was the leading rusher for them with 59 yards and a touchdown. So huge game for him, um, which they needed. He, he really, you know, he he's you know he's the motor of this offense. So you know, if he's going, this offense is going. Uh, and Dawson Knox, my goodness, the guy's killing it. 117 yards, a touchdown. So, um, you know, and uh, it, it just seems like I think a lot of teams are, are showing attention to to Stephon Dakes. I mean, they're doubling him a lot, and it's. You know, I think Josh Allen's like, hey, listen, I, I still got Emmanuel Sanders, Dawson Knox is coming to the picture, Cole Beasley, guys, I, you know, uh, are stepping up. So, and that's that huge for the Bills. You know, when you can get production risk, uh, around. Uh, uh, other players that aren't your superstars. So huge for the Bills, for the Chiefs. I mean, Mahomes and then, you know, the offense is going to be fine. You know, Mahomes, Kelsey, Hill, you know, they're, they're going to be all right. They did lose. Looks I think that I just saw they put Clyde Edwards Hilaire on IR. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll see. If Darrell Williams is going to come in, I think he'll just kind of continue the same role that Clyde did a, a little bit. I don't know if Clyde did all that much, but uh, still a tough blow uh, there for the Chiefs. But, um, yeah. The defense is just atrocious, uh, for the chiefs. Um, you know, they, I don't think they're going to win a super bowl, especially with some of these no. offenses these days with the bucks and the bills and the Rams, you know, and the Cardinals, these explosive offenses. Um, you know, this, chiefs defense just won't be able to keep up. So it's going to be a, a Patrick mahomes driven offense this year for the chiefs. And we'll see how far they can get. They're going to win games. There's no lie. But, uh, yeah, it, it it showed that uh, they're hurting on defense. So, no kidding. And I think uh, I'm looking right now, but based on
0: what I'm seeing, the Chiefs have allowed the most points this year, wow. <laughs> at like 160, 163. It looks like the next closest is around 152 or 154 or something like that. So, yeah, 154 maybe the Dolphins. So the, the Chiefs' defense is just it's atrocious. It's so yeah. bad, and the Bills. Each of the Bills' last 11 wins have been by 10-plus points, which is the longest streak since 1998-99. and So when they win, they win pretty big. And, Neil, they're looking good, and your pick for them to make it to the Super Bowl, looking more likely every week as they continue to impress. Another team that impressed, kind of in the second half impressed, first half you're like, who are they (laughs) going to lose, was our Monday night matchup, one of the, I would probably say, game of the week. Uh, was the Indianapolis Colts versus the Ravens, where the Ravens ended up beating the Colts in overtime 31-25, to and this was an incredible game. The Colts should have won, but allowed the Ravens back in it. They also missed a field goal that would have won it for them as time expired in the fourth. Lamar Jackson set an NFL record for completion percentage of 86% in both a 400-yard passing game and a 40-attempt passing game. So an absolute monster game. Also the largest deficit he has overcome in his NFL career. They were down 19 points. He also had 442 passing yards, which is his career high and the Ravens record. So just a game for Lamar Jackson. Absolutely dominated in that comeback. Very tough loss for the Colts. And this actually marks the first time in the Indianapolis Colts era where they have lost a game after leading by more than 16 points in the fourth quarter Neil, do you know what their their record was do you know how many so they never lost as we just found out do you know how many wins they had you know what their record was i i I don't tell me they were a perfect 120 and oh before last night wow after leading by more than 16 points in the fourth quarter so that loss I mean 120 you know they'd never lost after leading 16 points going in the fourth but Lamar Jackson decided you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna win this game I'm gonna and he he did he looked so good but great game for the Ravens big win over the Colts and now the Colts drop uh, another game so they're <laughs> continuing to lose Ravens continue to win so big win.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. He wanted that for sure. John Harbaugh. So that was the most, one of the most impressive wins he's ever seen. So uh, it, it was crazy. I mean, everyone says Lamar Jackson's always running quarterback. Even I said that, you know, I don't know if Lamar Jackson can throw that well, but well, man, did he prove us wrong last night? Cause he, <laughs> like try said, uh, you know, uh career high, 442 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, my goodness, you know, Mark Andrews was huge last night. So um you know yeah big win for the ravens you know I, I at the admit i was uh playing with travis last night online and and uh i actually had the game pulled up uh and i was watching <laughs> it and, uh, you know travis doesn't like to spoil anything so i was, I was keeping my mouth shut but I, I was thinking like man you know the colts are about to run away with this thing and i think i was watching it somewhere in the third quarter and colts were up i think 22 to three or six or something like oh, that. i don't remember and they uh I was, I, all I knew was like oh Colts are gonna run away with this I think and, and pull this off wow and I, I turned my phone off and <laughs> right before I went to bed I, I went on Instagram and first thing I saw is you know Lamar Jackson going crazy and like hey, that they, they completed the comeback they won and I'm like are you kidding me you know I'm like <laughs> first, of, first, of, first of all first thought, first thought was like Colts how could you do this you know like yeah you needed to win and you know that thought Lamar really came back like you know what is he doing running everywhere no he's actually throwing it and it was very impressive and um, yeah, huge win for the Ravens. Tough, tough loss for the Colts. And yeah, what a thriller! I mean, that and the Chargers game. I think, like I said, two games of the weeks. But yeah, he, great, great, great way, great way to end the week for sure.
0: Yeah, huge win for the for the Ravens. And yeah, what a what an exciting game! What a game! So that wraps up all of our Week Five games. Some fun games, some surprise games, like we do every week. I don't think we've predicted a perfect score yet. On a week, yet we've always missed a few, at least a few games. And Neil, do you have Neil, the
1: overall record for where we sit in the year? I, I do. I took some time today, went back. There's a few that I couldn't remember, so I had to go back and listen to the podcast um, and just to confirm that I was like, I think Travis did pick this team, and and I got to. Uh, Travis has has picked forty eight correct games, and I have picked. 52. So, yep. all right. So, it's a four, four game difference. It, you know, I, yeah. I, I was, it, it, there there's a couple times where I know Travis just, you know, I think he was going to go Cowboys yeah. <laughs> one week. And I know like this week he's gonna, he was thinking Bills and, but I went Chiefs, different. And, yeah. You know, there's a couple of times where that's happened, but, um, yeah, it, it's tough. Actually, I gave you Travis. I, I remember that one where I think it was the Colts in Miami. You said if Jacoby plays, I'm not going Miami, so I gave you that one because you I did appreciate say that if Jacoby did. <laughs> yeah, so I, I did give you that one, but uh, yeah,' well, we'll see it's a long season, a lot, lot more weeks to go, but um, i'm I'm trying. You know, I got to stop picking. I don't know why I picked the Jets. That hurt me even more. They'd be a free one there (laughs) picking the Jets. But
0: uh. I I just got to stop picking against you to have a difference, too, because I should have gone Bills. uh, I should have probably gone Cowboys a few weeks ago. So I picked a few. I'm like, I just want to be a little different, you know. But, uh, well, we'll I had your Vikings
1: that one week against Seattle, too, which was, was a big one. Yeah, but then you picked him against the Browns, and I didn't, in that hurt yep, you. That's so. right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but, it kind of depends, but yeah. All right,
0: I'm only, I'm done. Four. I thought it would be right around there. I I think I told you that earlier. I said I bet I'm behind by like two or three. I said so. Down by four. I was close. I was close. I'll <laughs> come sure. back. I'll come back. Now I got a lot of season left. It's not how you start; it's how you finish.
1: Right. <laughs> hey, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Tell the uh, Washington Nationals that. Remember that? Oh I my goodness, they were the worst. Mark- Sorry, I know that's yeah. off topic, but the Nationals—if you didn't know—a couple of years ago, they're the worst team at one point in the league, and then they end up winning the national, uh, the uh, World Series, or the National Team, yeah. World Series that year. So uh, yeah, it's right—it's about how you
0: finish. Exactly. So I'm coming. I'm coming for you. I'm, I'm going to start picking better. I, my first two weeks were, I think, really bad. <laughs> I think I've been better the Speaking. last couple
1: of weeks of not how you start and how you finish, I'm going to just roll right into this real quick. Oh, well, in good transition right team, there. Uh, well done. In my fantasy team, uh, in my no-punt league, um, I was facing, to me, I consider it still one of the best teams in the league, which is our, yeah. uh, Travis is good friend Benjamin, and he, uh, he's uh he got some hurt people for sure, but, uh, man, he... He came in hot i mean and the first slate of games he had robinson uh hubbard sutton um antonio brown and uh, you know they that was a great slate of first games for him and uh, when i got back to the car i looked at my score and i was like yeah i'm toast i think i think i had like a any <laughs> chance or a 10 percent chance to win at that point and i was like oh that's great and um you know and he still had kyler and deandre hopkins left you know and uh, but I only had one guy in the first slate of games, which is Damian Harris. He, he had a touchdown. He could have had two, fumbled one, which was a little frustrating. Yeah. But uh, I knew I was going to have to have a huge uh, four o'clock slate of games as Elliot Barkley, Mike Williams, Schultz was going. And uh, Elliot lived up to it. Uh, Barkley, which I mentioned earlier, got hurt in the middle of the game, so he didn't even get me a point. Um, and Mike Williams, man, he's been a lifesaver this year for me. Um, Especially with Julio getting hurt and with how Stefan Diggs has struggled, Mike Williams has really stepped up for me. He he got me 38 points, two more touchdowns. So um, huge game for him. Dalton Schultz, I picked him up when Gronk went down, and he's been real nice. Just uh, he actually outscored uh, T.J. Hawkinson, who I was going against, which uh, he outscored Travis Kelsey last week. Now Hawkinson, so I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> and then uh, I was actually down 49 points, real quick, going into Sunday night um, against Benjamin. And I think they gave me like a 20 something percent chance to win. And I thought to myself, you know, as long as, you know, it is a cheese, bad defense. I thought, you know, maybe they could, you know, get a couple touchdowns to Diggs. you know, maybe we'll pull it out, but it, it wasn't Diggs at all. Diggs did give me eight points, which yes, contributed to it. Uh, but Josh Allen got me 40 points, um, which, uh, he had, like I said, three touchdowns that rushed in a yard, had, uh, 60 yards rushing. So, um, Huge game for him. Got me 40 points. Like I said, I need 49. So he got me 40. Diggs got me eight, and we do it do by we do uh, decimals. So uh, I actually ended up beating Benjamin. Listen to this: 140.85, 140.85, and Benjamin had 140.45. So I beat him by <laughs> 0.4. So um, that's that's a win is a win. Uh, that was. <laughs> And, and it was kind of crazy. Josh Allen was taking some knees at the end of the game. You know, he he's kneeling down. Uh, you, you lose a point – or not a point. he was point one for that. And I, was like, can't, I was like, oh, man, I hope that doesn't cost me. And it didn't, but it was very close. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, huge win there for me uh, when I definitely did not think I was going to win that, that week. Um, but, uh, yeah, great there. And one of my other league, too, I was actually going against uh, my mom who was undefeated, uh, and I beat her. Um, I needed – 27 points and I had Justin Tucker, the Baltimore defense and Jonathan Taylor going and uh, Actually, the defense was hurting me more than anything. I should have just not started a defense uh, Because Jonathan Taylor had a great game and Justin Tucker actually only got me three points. So thank you Taylor for winning me that that game I do appreciate it Um, But uh, yeah pulled it out in both leagues pretty happy Um, so yeah Although Saquon Barkley goes down, so I'm a little nervous in that league. Losing him, and yeah, yeah Saquon goes down. We'll, we'll have to see what we can do about that. We can, can trade. Sell. We'll work on a trade. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you do? Travis was so excited to tell us how he did this week. I, so I, I think there's some good news coming.
0: Yeah, I I had one of the best <laughs> weeks I think I've ever had in fantasy football. And I, I'm i in five leagues, and I won in every single week, league. Wow. I was 5-0 oh this week. The top score in three of the leagues, and I was the Oof. second highest score in the other two leagues.
1: Wow! So that's it, impressive.
0: <laughs> it was a good, it was a really good week. I mean, in one league, I had you can start two quarterbacks. You get six points for a passing touchdown, which is a little different. Makes QBs very valuable. I had Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson as my two quarterbacks. Oh wow! Uh, they
1: that's both touchdowns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they both put up over fifty points uh, a piece. I also had Mark Andrews put up over 40 points. Uh, So just between the three of them, I got about 147 points between the three of them. Oh my
1: goodness. That's Uh, insane.
0: Yeah. So that was good. Uh, Brady and the league going with Kamara and my other league I had, Uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson with Jonathan Taylor, Elvin Kamara, Derek Henry. I mean, it was just all across the board. I had some guys put up some duds, but I just every team I was like wow this is uh this is a good week and after that Monday night game with Lamar and what Mark Andrews did and Taylor it was it was a good week it was a good week ah. went, went, went 5 and 0 oh, so very impressive sir. Very impressive oh, I'll take it I'll take it but we uh we got about 10 10ish minutes left here for the for the episode so we're just going to briefly go through the four kind of main position groups share a bit of good and bit of bad on these groups so Neil I'll let you start out with the quarterbacks
1: Yeah, um, uh, quarterbacks, you kind of know what you're getting to me uh, from certain guys. Um, You know, Tom Brady's lighting it up. Um, Justin Herbert, you know, had a great game. Um, So, you know, Lamar Jackson, um, you know, so I think you know what you're getting from most guys. Josh Allen continues to improve. Um, I don't really see much to add or much to talk about, really. I mean, I think, yeah, I I don't know. I, I I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think nothing's really changed. I think, like I say you really know what you get. I mean, Daniel Jones goes out, Russell Wilson, I think that might be one thing is, you know, if you had Russell Wilson, that's that's tough. Hopefully you got a decent backup uh, to go in there. But, uh, yeah, nothing really crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. I mean, Davis Mills looked great, but he's not going to do that every week. So I don't think he's even draftable at this point still, unless you have an extremely deeply. Maybe he's already drafted. I have him sitting on one of my taxi squads. I know i play him. Uh, but, yeah, your guys like Herbert, Jackson, Brady, Allen, like they're, they're good, right? Uh, Trey Lance, a rough week, but he may not even be the starter. Worth a stash. Uh, Kyler Murray, down week. Pick it back up. Kirk Cousins, <clears throat> another down week. I'm a little more worried about him. Uh, he's dropping prime rankings a bit. I, two bad weeks in a row, but he should pick it back up as well. So like you said, quarterbacks, you did say Russell Wilson went down. So, Ooh, Geno Smith is the quarterback of the Seahawks. Now is he worth a pickup? Probably not. (laughs) There (laughs) should be better options than Geno Smith. He did look good to close out that game with the Seahawks, but I, unless you're really hurting the quarterback, I think he should probably remain on the waiver wire. So, but I'm with you there. I think he was kind of know what you got. There's certain quarterbacks that are up there. If you're really in a pinch this week, I mean, maybe Taylor Heineke has a good day against the Chiefs. They have such a bad defense. They're like, I mean, maybe, maybe yeah. stream time. But because bye weeks are starting, but nothing, nothing crazy happening there. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, running backs?
1: Uh, running back wise, I mean, Derrick Henry, I think <laughs> that's a, that's a obvious. Uh, Austin Eckler, you know, I thought. You know, Philip Rivers, I really thought in, coming into the year that Philip Rivers, uh, you know, when he was in, uh, you know, in uh, Los Angeles, the uh, Chargers, you know, he really dumped the ball off to Eckler, which made him such a valuable uh, weapon, you know, especially PPR leagues. Um, but, you know, I really thought he was going to, you know, downgrade a little bit because I, I don't know. I think Herbert's more of a long ball thrower, which he is. Don't get me wrong. But he, he does love Austin Eckler just as much. Um so Eckers has been pr- pretty impressive. Uh, Diamond Cook's been out the last two weeks. I know it's been tough for some fantasy owners. Um, like my mom uh, just told her, I just beat her. She she actually left him uh, left him in, and then she was trying to you know she's trying to blame me for it. Telling her I told her to. And I was like I didn't tell you. So if you're listening, mother, uh-uh. but, uh uh But she left him in, and that was tough. But. Um, yeah, uh, Cook will be back, and, and um, you know, we'll see. Against Carolina, I don't think Carolina's got a – that's a great uh, run-stopping defense. So, uh, you know, maybe he can get back. Torrey's been. Najee Harris has been really impressive the last couple of weeks. Um, and, um, you know, Jonathan Taylor, he's a slow start. I mean, he catches, I think he started the game – first play of the game, He you know, I think he caught a 87-yard touchdown pass. So, uh, you know, he's killing it um, recently. Um, uh, I think uh, real quick, uh, like we said earlier, Saquon Barkley's out. Uh, looks like he's gonna be out maybe a couple weeks, possibly maybe sooner, but might come back sooner. But uh, that you know, Devontae Booker's coming in. You know, I don't don't know uh, how much uh, value he is. Uh, I think you know, you, you, if you're desperate, you could you could get him uh, maybe. Uh, but he's in there. And then, uh, like I said earlier, Clyde Edwards-Helaire is on IR, so that's a minimum of three weeks. He's going to be out. So, uh, oh, just blank. Darrell Williams is going to mm-hmm. be uh, replacing him. Uh, so yeah, we'll say again, it's a very fast, first kind of offense there in Kansas City, but uh, he'll get his touches, I think. Uh, so possibly a pickup there too. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, but that, that's what I got. Yeah, with Darrell Williams, I, I think he's a, not a bad pickup
0: if you need running back help. and. Chiefs' offense is very high-powered. They move the ball. They, he's going to get touches, but you got McKinnon there as well, who might kind of intermix. So, who knows if they kind of mix the guys? But yeah, I think Darrell Williams. If you got the space, if you have, if you can afford to drop someone, if you're able to put edwards Lair maybe on an IR, I mean, worth a pickup, I guess, just to just to have him, even to keep him away from another team because he'll he'll probably have a few good weeks. But when Edwards-Laird comes back, it's probably not going to be super useful. A big surprise for Miles Gaskin this week. Caught like 10 passes out of the backfield against mm, the Bucs, but that's yeah. just because you don't run against the Bucs. So <laughs> Miles Gaskin is kind of like, oh, he's not doing anything. And all of a sudden he goes and does this. I don't honestly, it's hard to know what Miles Gaskin's going to do. Uh, he's not going <laughs> to see that many targets every game. Probably not going to be phenomenal, but if he continues to see a few targets, he should move back up the rankings a little bit. And uh, like other guys like Kamara, Henry, Eckler, Chubb, Elliott, Taylor, they're, they're going to do well. They continued. My neutral is Joe Mixon. Uh, He was kind of a game time decision. I think he put up 10, had a touchdown, didn't play a ton, but was coming in kind of injured. So he kind of split time with Samaji uh, P. Ryan, I believe, and he'll bounce back. So he's kind of a neutral. Not bad. Not good. But yeah, Clyde Edwards still getting hurt. Saquon Barkley getting hurt that's a bummer not a bad it's not like they played bad they got hurt but they'll be back eventually right.
1: so yeah
0: some good thoughts on running backs
1: real real quick uh, i was gonna just add leonard Fournette. um you know i was thinking you know it, it does seem like they are leaning toward leonard fornette there in tampa if that's the case i think he, he could certainly be a, a good start or you know a good flex guy every now and then because um he's gonna you know they're, they're gonna they're trying to keep that offense balanced uh you know you know that so He's gonna get his touches. Um, it does seem like they try to give Ronald Jones some touches, but Leonard Fournette—he's just really explosive. I mean, I watched it. He, he you know, he trucked a couple guys. You know, just—he's just a—he was a—he was a great—you you know was a Pro Bowl back in Jacksonville. And, you, know, some, yep. you know, kind of lost it there, but you know, and he kind of saw it in the playoffs, you know, last last year in, in Tampa. So I think you got to look, you know, look possibly look into maybe starting. I I think I asked Travis this week. you think Leonard Fournette startable, and Travis said yes. So. Uh, you know, I think I certainly do think he is too. Um, you know, depending on your situation, uh, yeah. of course. But
0: yeah, it's I think he's been getting good touches every game, so it's hard to bench a guy with that kind of offense and that kind of uh, potential there. For sure. So yeah, uh, tight ends wise, the good we talked about Kadarius Tony earlier: ten catches, one hundred eighty-nine yards, oh. one rush for seven. Was great. Uh, will he keep it up when the other veterans come back? He might. I don't think he's going to do that every week. I don't think he's startable right now, but Benjamin grabbed him in our Dynasty League. So that was smart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I think he picked him up. Jamar Chase is yeah. great. Again, Mike Williams, great. Antonio Brown is in. So, Benjamin, we talk about Benjamin. I talked to him quite a bit about some different things, and he's been high on Antonio Brown since the beginning of the year. Neil, is he in every week's start? Wow.
1: <sighs> Personally, no. I mean, I don't know his situation, but I, I don't, I, I, probably wouldn't. I mean, he, he it, it's so to me, he's, yep. he's the third guy. He, he is the third receiver in that offense. It's Mike Evans. It's Chris Godwin. It's Antonio Brown. It's uh, Mike Evans is going to get. He, you know, he's leading the lead. He's leading the team in snaps at uh, receiver. Then it's Chris Godwin right behind him, and then it's Brown. I mean, Brown. You know, I, I constantly watch at these games. You know, I'm like, man. You know, there goes Brown off the field again. There goes Brown off the field again you know he, he's he's like their inner you know and he's gonna don't get me wrong he's gonna get his targets he's gonna get his looks but um i i don't think he's super reliable um yep. especially when Gronk comes back you know but um yeah it was i think it, it wasn't a bad week i think benjamin did right it was a good week to start him you know so yeah uh, but not not every week i wouldn't say so
0: yeah i think he's a good flex i mean he's got the potential there and yeah, so Robert Woods, though, great game finally. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some bads. McLaurin didn't have a great game. Uh, A.J. Brown didn't have a great game coming off his injury, so not super concerning. Adam Thielen really struggled. I think his only catches came on that last, (laughs) like, 30-plus second drive from Cousins. Stephon Diggs hasn't been as good as I thought he would. I mean, it's not not bad, but not great. D.J. Moore finally hit a down game. Uh, Lockett had a, a bit of a down game, but he had 10 targets in the game. Only five catches. He had a touchdown called uh, that. He caught a touchdown, but there was a holding call that uh, took it back. There's a long catch that could have been a touchdown. He stopped basically. The guy was like, I'm not going to give you this. So he got pass interference on locket. So he was targeted a ton. Um, that game had a couple of just odds, tough penalties that went against him. That could have been some big chunk plays. So he's more of a neutral for me, kind of like Mixon was last time.
1: Uh, so, yeah, those
0: are my thoughts on the receivers
1: this week. Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, some good, like you said, uh, you know, Devontae Adams, what a game for him, Justin Jefferson, uh, Mike Williams continues to impress DK Metcalf, Jamar Chase, you know, those guys are have been really impressive, uh, you know, Antonio Brown, we just talked about him, he had a nice game, uh, like I said, some bad, like I said, I, I, like I said Adam Thielen, he's, he was disappointed, you know, T. Higgins slash Tyler Boyd, you know, Tyler Boyd. Uh, had a nice game last Thursday night. Uh, not not such a great game, you know. As, you know, we just said Jamar Chase kind of seems to be their primary receiver there. Cortland Court, Sutton uh, had a nice bounce back uh, where he struggled last week, uh, so it was nice for him. Marquise Brown played well. Uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, he he you know he had another down week again. As, you know, yeah. he, Davis Mills those three touchdowns, all these yards, but actually not a lot of it was to Brandon Cooks at all. So um, tough, tough, tough uh, day for him. Corey Davis struggled again. Um, so that you know, that's tough. Um, you know, I, I do uh, I want to point out that uh, if you didn't know, Juju Smith Schuster, uh, yep. he's gonna be out for the rest of the year. So, Deontay Johnson to me moves up in the uh, in the uh, yep. charts. If you're looking at him or the rankings, um, uh, you know, I, th- I like him. Chase hey, Claypool. Claypool, yeah, yep, Claypool, yeah, uh, he played well. Uh, you know, I think yeah. both of them move up. So, uh, you know, fancy owners for them, that's good for Juju, that's tough. Um, but, um, yeah. Um, I mean, Debo, you know, you know, a little bit down of a game. Um, uh, I think Cowboy receivers, I mean, Amari Cooper seems to get fun the end zone every week. Um, it's tough. I think they, they try to kind of like the bucks. They try to spread it around between him, CD, uh, you know, Michael Gallup's out right now, but even Cedric Wilson's getting some looks, uh, in Dallas. So it, you know, I don't think they're necessarily bad, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah I mean am C do they're playing well I'm not trying to say they're not they definitely are uh... and Stefan Diggs um you know he's been uh, I think you you put him on such a high pedestal every week and, and you know he gets eight points this last week and the week before that I think only like 13 or 14 so it's not what you're wanting from Stefan as especially as the guy who owns Stefan in a league so um I want more and I think he'll he's gonna he's gonna have his games for sure but uh, yeah
0: yeah, definitely, and I, I think a guy uh, Marquise Brown has been pretty good this year with Lamar. Lamar's been passing the ball well, and Marquise, when he catches the ball, he's putting <laughs> he's putting up some some big yeah. numbers. He's putting I might I think he's actually I got Kamara on a bye this week in a league, and I think I'm gonna be flexing uh, Marquise Brown this week. I think they play the Chargers. Wow, uh, I think Marquise Brown is gonna be a good flex for me. He's been been a consistent – even if Bateman comes back, I guess that may be a little concerned. But Marquise uh, might be a flex for me this week. Uh, Just to finish off here, we have tight ends. Uh, I mean, Dawson Knox continues to impress. If you got him off the waiver wire, what a waiver wire pickup that would have been. Mark Andrews had a, finally had a good game. Kyle Pitts breakout game. Hunter Henry is he the is he number one tight end in New England now? I think <laughs> he might be. Mac Jones seems to like Hunter Henry at least the last week or so, but that could change. Who knows? T.J. Hawkinson another weird bad week. Waller didn't do great. Dallas Goddard didn't do great. Noah Fant eh, thought Mike Kosicki would have played better against the Bucks. I mean, it wasn't awful, it wasn't great, so tight end like we shared such a weird position you get the guy even kelsey hasn't had a phenomenal year a good year though um right. so these tight ends are just very very strange and whatever one you have you're probably going to have to rock with them because all the good ones are probably taken
1: <laughs> yeah it's 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 tough to probably trade for tight ends because when you have a good tight end you definitely don't want to give them up because they are hard to come by um yeah, I don't really have much to add. Like I said, Kyle Pitts breakout. Mark Andrews, that's what you're looking for when you got him. Um, just some things to point out, I would say, was George Kittle is on IR. So mm-hmm. uh, Sweeney. Uh, for the 49ers, I don't think he's startable. I don't know if he's worth a pickup. I don't, uh, you know, maybe. I don't know. But um, I don't think he's going to get that many targets. I don't think he's a true like, number one tight end. He's, he's more of a. Blocking tight end, but we'll see there. Uh, you know, I think that Dallas Goddard you knew just broke. He got put on COVID reserve, so it doesn't look like he's going to play versus Tampa on Thursday. So is Zach Ertz startable? I don't know. Uh, I mean, that secondary in Tampa, they lost Levante David, probably their best linebacker. You know, you could say Devin White is it. But, you know, do you start Zach Ertz with a depleted secondary in Tampa? I don't know. Possibly. Um, but yeah, it, it's tough. I mean, it's, it's kind of like quarterbacks, you know, what you're getting from your good tight ends and your, you know, your question mark, question mark tight ends, you know, you, you never know. Right. But to me, I think, uh, Dawson Dox and Dalton Schultz are, are two tight ends that have really stepped up recently. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much either of them will keep it up, honestly, but, uh, I'd have to assume that they're, they're both going to still get looks and targets. So, uh, uh for sure. And like you said, Hunter Henry, I think he's starting to get a groove there with Mac Jones, whereas John John New doesn't seem to be. So uh keep an eye on that. But yeah, I think you know, Kelsey Waller, you're and Hawkinson Tamir are your top two, you know, three or four tight ends or you know, there so
0: Yeah, cop and I, yeah. I was it uh you
1: said Sweeney
0: is Ross is Ross Dwelly or Sweeney. Dwelly, sorry I, sorry, Dwelly? did I say okay. Sweeney? Yeah, I, I wasn't – it didn't strike me. Maybe I, I said their
1: name wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, Ross Dwelly. That's what okay. I'm saying. I got it mixed up in my head. Yes, Ross Dwelly, uh, I don't think he's even worth looking at really. Yeah. But I, I don't mean, know,
0: maybe. Is, I mean, Sweeney could be that tight end as well. I'm not familiar with that right. name. I don't know if he plays for that. But, yeah, Dwelly. So, yeah, no. you're right. I, I think until Kittle comes back, tight ends there is going to be a little tough. And then Max Williams, kind of an ugly uh, ugly injury. Yeah for Arizona on Sunday and he was starting to click in that offense. So that's a tough loss because I'm sure a lot of people picked yeah. him up in leagues and then he goes and gets hurt. So that's, that's unfortunate there. Yeah. I can't off the top of my head. I don't remember who the uh, next tight end up in that offense is, but whoever it is probably it might be tough. Cause you got Rondell Moore, Deandre Hopkins, AJ green. You got uh, yeah. one more guy, Christian Kirk. So there's a lot of, with James Conner and Edmonds, lots to go around, but yeah, those yeah. are, tight ends are tough speaking
1: <laughs> of former cardinal tight ends or you know cardinal tight ends dan arnold who got traded uh to jacksonville wait i know, yep. yeah i'm pretty sure yep, he's a yep. former cardinal tight end yeah he I, he got traded say, to me. jacksonville uh and uh he, he actually led the team in uh, receptions and yards uh, on sunday so i don't know how much you know dan arnold's gonna contribute to that offense but uh yeah just something to point out so
0: Tight, tight ends, a weird position, weird position this year,
1: that's for, for sure. sure. But hey,
0: Neil, you got any last thoughts before we close this out?
1: No, I'm again appreciate everyone listening, and um, yeah, fun week of football, and uh, no Bucks game this week, so I'll be I'll be staying home and watching from my TV. How sad, but uh, yeah, got a road yeah. game,
0: which is oh, actually road game Thursday on Thursday.
1: Thursday yeah. so we I guess we won't
0: talk about that Saturday, but just real quick, Neil, um, are the Bucs going to beat the Eagles on Thursday?
1: yeah yeah they should they, they really should uh, I'd, I'd be disappointed who knows maybe it'll turn into another patriots game where you're just like are you pretty serious but uh <laughs> yeah no, they, they, they should go i mean philly's a tough place to play but they should. yeah i'm they with you play. there yeah
0: hey have a great week everyone thanks for joining us thanks for listening we'll uh we'll be back on saturday hope you join us then see you